All right, everyone, and welcome to the briefing of the 28th of May. This is the last briefing of the month, and we'll be, um, of course, having the first Thursday briefing is coming up, but lots to talk about today, so I'll get right into it. What I wanted to start off with was a briefing, an uh, interview that I did earlier this week with a longtime investor in Origin Clear. In fact, he invested back in the day. Uh, when we were doing algae, so he'll tell us about that, and he's been investing now, and he has a lot of insider knowledge about the whole um, hog farm situation, which is I was talking to you about last week. And I discovered Origin Oil. Yeah, I started buying stock in it, and I remember when y'all when it came up with the in situ process, right? Right. Of the, producing a higher, uh, getting a higher yield of algae oil, Correct. and then. I remember when they took that same technology and they found they could start cleansing contaminated waters and so forth. I live in Colorado. These mine sites out west, they're all Superfund sites. Yeah, three, three to $8 million a year easily in wastewater treatment. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't clean the source, right? And I know personally that like waste management in the southeast, just in one state, pays about a million bucks a month to have their sludge processed. Uh -huh. You can go with this technology, you can go back to the source and you can regenerate usable water for crops, for livestock, right? As well as take the byproduct and reuse it as treatment for the soils. You could create a whole secondary market for the farmers. Well, especially what now I'm hearing, there's this, I heard about a hog farm in Indiana, Raw Fruit 65, that, that, that pays $4 million a month to waste. Yeah. So the opportunity is definitely there. And to help those guys, you know, you could go as a, a service, right? Mm -hmm. Rather than selling a product, you sell a, a solution or a service. My soul, I got solar panels on my house. Yeah. I, had, I had two choices. I could go capital and pay 45 grand up front. I was going to have to do all the maintenance myself and so forth. But here in Colorado, they allow others to come out. And this company called Sunrun came out and said, hey, We'll lease the panels mm -hmm. to you, and we'll maintain them. I went, really? They said, yeah, can we look at your bill, what you're paying on average? So I showed them three months of utility bills, right, with Excel Energy. I just was paying between, especially in the summer, easily four to 500 bucks a month. Yeah, it's crazy. They came back and said, oh, I would, $160 a month, $1,000 down, 11-year lease, we'll maintain them. Right, and any excess, uh, any excess energy you build up, you don't consume. We'll bank it, hmm. and you can use it in the winter months. They've hmm. easily saved me about thirty-six hundred bucks a year. Well, you turn around these farmers who are struggling right now on some of their prices, and you take what's a waste stream and a cost burden for them. You make it usable, reusable water that reduces their their tap, well tapping needs and fees. Right. And then you also take the byproduct and help them create like a secondary market where they can use it on their crops as well as in, they got any excess, right? Y'all offer them a rebate that you take it and you create that secondary market off that waste. You can, it'll be a win, win, win for everybody. No, you're absolutely right. Now the, twi the, the twist that we've done on that, because uh, one thing that that does require is uh, capital and what we learned about capital in this market post-virus is mm -hmm. a lot of money, but it's hard money, right? So yeah. the, the, 
It happened in the Great Recession. All this money was fed into the system, but then the banks right. raised the requirements. People needed the money, couldn't get it, right? right. So it's, it's kind of a vicious circle. So uh, Ken and I really saw this problem occurred back in January. We saw China shut down. We're like, okay, here it comes. And we realized that what we need to do was to find a short circuit. This led to the realization that the everyday investor in America, the Main Street investor, cannot invest in a water project. Doesn't exist, right? They can, they can buy shares in Veolia or American Waterworks or an ETF, or they can, um, well, Wall Street invests in the bonds for the municipality, but all these um, businesses, uh, let's say a brewery expanding its capacity, it really has to go for conventional financing. Uh, we don't have a sun run. We don't have a water run yet. And that, that requires its own special capital um, uh, capitalization. What we said is, hey, why don't we crowdsource it, right? Let's crowdsource the capital so that we have uh, an ordinary investor like yourself. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you would go, well, uh, there's, a, there's a housing development here. Well, you're looking at a listing of projects because we have a marketplace. Well, here's a housing development. They need a $100,000 system for their Blackwater reflush. That way they won't have to go a mile and a half on the sewage line and they can take care of that stuff and the water goes in the, the, the clean water goes uh, in the golf course and everybody's happy. And that $1,000 means that they'll pay 5000 a month on a short-term rental, but I will continue to own that device. It will not go in the ground. It'll stay, re- roll in, roll out, right? Because we are right. the five years of this modular system. So it's got to be a rent-a-center model so that the three things that we know works in this economy, which is yield, liquidity, and safety are all achieved, right? You got the yield because it's a, it's a short-term rental, not that the end user, like you say, can always convert to a lease, not a problem. And we, we incentivize them to do that buyout. Uh, number two, the liquidity is there in the sense that the investor gets a rent roll. That's good. And number three, safety, it, it is that investor's property. They take the Section 179 depreciation year one. So they get that nice, technically $100,000 accelerated depreciation. I know that it goes into his overall tax picture, but it has a definite value to that investor to take that accelerated depreciation. After five years, if that thing is still not bought up by the end user, it reverts to um, the water company, Origin Clear or whoever, for a dollar. Now the water company has an asset the investor got his accelerated depreciation five years before, had five years of rent rolls, and everybody's a happy camper. So I'm, I'm kind of, the reason I'm saying this to you is not so much to pitch you, but to kind of get, does that a reality check? Does that work in your opinion? No, no, I totally get it. I mean, if you had to deal with a, like a government municipality, the RFP process in itself would be at least a year. I know. We know it. <laughs> Randy, I appreciate it. Thank you very much for your time. It's been uh, very instructive, and I hope that we will have a, uh, a good and fruitful relationship going forward. That sounds good to me, Riggs. Appreciate you taking time to speak with me. Well, that is the, uh, the whole story, and um, I'm going to see if I, I've got Dan in this uh, list here. I've got 42 participants. Hey, Dan, the man. Good evening. Now, you know, I was going to play uh, by yourself a pair of cheap sunglasses, because during COVID, you've become quite the uh, ZZ Top. <laughs> right on, right on. I have my cheap sunglasses. <laughs> That's all right. Well, never pay more than 20 bucks for a pair of sunglasses because you'll lose them. That's and the, right. And the ones you, you don't pay a lot for, they never disappear. It's a funny thing. 
Well, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hopefully you caught some of Randy Spires uh, speaking about the model. Um, he's a big believer. He himself is big in aerospace and um, defense industry, also in IT. And he has personal knowledge of the space. It so happens. So he is actually very, very interested in uh, going ahead with not only investing in our private placement, but also investing in one of these um, hog farm projects. Now, before I go on, I see that Grant Brandon wants us to talk about the changes in the private placement program, and I'll be happy to do that. First, however, I'm going to cover, well, Dan, because we, 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 had, we had some news that I'm going to bring up on screen here. Very cool news. It will appear in our annual report. I, th- I believe it's also on our website. As you all know, Dan Early is the signee and the owner of five patents which are for the modular water treatment technology, which by the way, is starting to get some real traction. Um, and maybe you'll be able to talk briefly about some of these deals without naming names that have been co- coming through lately. On May 20th, uh, last week, we agreed to renew our three-year license for an additional 10 years. And we added the right to sub-license and also to create manufacturing joint ventures. First of all, we really wanna thank you, Dan, for trusting and having the confidence in us because we've been working together now since, well, we're one month away from a two-year anniversary. So it's a, it's a really good thing. So thank you. Glad, glad to be a part of the program. Glad to renew. Very, very excited about the future. Right on. And I'll have to do another sunglasses um, joke. The future's so bright, got to wear shades, right? It is. It really is. <laughs> All right. So that is great news and it really settles our, our technology nicely. The next thing that I'm going to get into is the investor water uh, business model. All right. So we're going to review this concept for those of you who have not seen it. And then we're going to get into the nitty gritty. We have built a financial model that you're going to find exciting if you're at all geeky like me. What is investor water all about? Well, we've got a problem, which is that, well, first of all, the good news is that the coronavirus, we don't believe is going to kill 50 million people as happened in uh, the 1918 Spanish flu, which by the way, was not a Spanish flu. It was a Chinese flu. So, but it was called the Spanish flu because the Spaniards were an open society at the time and they were the first to have to report it. We're not gonna have the 50 million dead, I'm sure, but we still have a lot. And there's also the danger of continuous waves of coronavirus. And obviously we can't do anything about the current uh, wave. It's um, it is what it is. And the world, I, I believe, is going to recover very, very fast uh, economically. But we don't want to be constantly be subjected to these uncertainties, these business uncertainties, these human, humanity uncertainties to prevent these waves of depression type events. 2.6 billion people in the world do not have a flushing toilet, right? They just, whatever. And of course, virus infections from our septic tanks are common. So There's a lot of work to be done. Now, here's the problem. Only one-fifth of the raw sewage is treated, less than one-third of the industrial waste, and that creates a problem because, of course, that stuff makes people sick, potentially. In previous videos, I've talked a lot about how this is an excerpt from one of our videos, and it shows how we have this, this decentralization, which is the future, but there's no funding for it. Why? Because Wall Street knows how to fund the big central systems with the big billion dollar bonds and that's wonderful. You know, it's kind of like our electrical grid. You don't fix that, it's just too old. The future is at the edge with the micro water grid, you might say. So 
what we realized was that Main Street investors are really, really interested in tax-advantaged investments. And here's what's interesting. Many, many investors today have passive losses from investment in oil and gas, real estate, and they are very, very interested in, in having gains to offset them. So they're looking for tax advantages that, that will offset their losses. And that's us. So uh, this is simply a draft of the website and it shows the model where we, you know, we, we, we bring about this union of water companies, investors, and at the center of it is uh, the vetting of the water projects. And I think it's a good time to mention that then we, you have joined us to help Investor Water. You're still working over a modular water systems, which is integrated with Progressive to keep doing uh, systems, but you're now actively involved. We've brought you over the fence into Origin Clear to now be the technological king and also work on the execution side. And so the model is, first of all, fast funding investment models, then water companies, initially Origin Clear, but eventually others, uh, post their, their, their uh, micro water grid projects. We verify them, and that's where your job comes in, Dan. Then, of course, deals get done with, and we take a small fee. And by the way, I will show you that financial model. Very exciting. Now, we're proving the model ourselves uh, because that's what you got to do. And this takes us to the projects that are in the lab. The pools project is um, unofficially, I'm going to tell you it's wrapped up, but um, I need to get the new owner of this fantastic um, system to sign off on his quote for the cool press release and so forth. But that is Roland. And then Dan, you've been working on our Troy Alabama project, getting that all specced out, right? Yes, that is correct. Yeah, the Troy, the Troy Alabama mobile home park opportunity. Uh, it's using a, uh, a new advanced biofilm reactor system. Very pleased with the progress we're making with that one. Uh, the regulatory agencies in the state of Alabama have reviewed our proposals uh, and they and their con- and a consulting engineer working with the with the end user with the owner they have definitely are on board and have green lighted our uh, the effort for us to continue to move ahead that project i am pleased to announce is moving into the final engineering phases and i am of the opinion that probably within 30 to 45 days we may have the, that unit uh, the fabrication completed and ready for delivery excellent so um where this one stands is we need to unite. You've got your solution. We have some candidate investors who are interested in doing it. This happens to be an inexpensive one. So this is actually good for a smaller investor. And then over on the animal farms, we're working with our Wisconsin-based partner and also an investor in the company on a, on a couple of live projects. One of those very large and will not be part of Investor Water. It's about uh, what's that? The pork deal is about six hundred thousand dollar deal, something like that. Uh, just a little bit less than seven hundred thousand, six seven six seventy five. But that's conventional. You know, got got to get the capital. Well, it's they got the money, but then this the usual development hell process that you go through, which we're solving with Investor Water. And at the same time, we have prospects for uh, what I've shown in these in these videos that are very very interesting. That video that me talking there, I played it a couple of weeks ago, and it's also, so you can watch it if you go to my briefings, originclear.com slash CEO. I don't want to take too much more time in this briefing because I want to show it, walk through the models, but the uh, phase one, phase two approach where you use that bacterial remediation step in the pond uh, buys time for the owner. And then it's also a, a pre-treat for the eventual large solution. 
That is correct. Uh, what I love, what I love about the the two technologies we have for the for the mobile home parks and for the animal animal farm lagoons is that the lagoon systems it's an existing asset and uh, a very valuable asset. And the really nifty thing about both of these solutions is that we are able to leverage that asset and able to complement it with an advanced treatment system that really, really improves the efficacy and the treatment capability of the overall system. Helps in achieve much more stringent effluent performance standards, and we are able to do it very cost-effectively and very affordably. Well, then, uh, speaking of cost-effectively and affordably, we're now going to go into the finance model, which uh, we've been working on very hard with some help from tax attorneys, two different tax attorneys. This is preliminary. It's subject to compliance structuring, but I think it's going to give you a very good idea. So this is where the rubber meets the road. In this model, I'm going to increase it because it's um, very hard for people to see in Zoom if I keep it the normal size. So the way the model works is that the operator, if we go over here, the operator, which is the water company in the market, gets 25%. Now that is, again, all these percentages are subject to evaluation. The market, Investor Water, currently we have it getting 5%. We've allocated 10% for service. And there's also a downtime. We estimate that one, t- uh, one month per year will be down. That's a generous estimate. I don't believe it'll be that much, but you want to allow for that. And that gives us a reserve to pay for it. So now we, these are the, how the, the, the years work going all the way down uh, into year five. So that's how the, uh, the months and years work. If we go over to the left-hand side, we see how the actual, the first case is a full-term rental. Now the, the full-term rental is where the renter never buys out the system. I don't think it's gonna happen that often. Why? Because it's relatively expensive. We give them a buyout allowance so they can you know, actually end up owning it. But let's take a look at this model. So the rentals end user paid for 75,000. Well, first of all, let's talk about the thing here. The actual cost of the equipment in this case was 75,000. And you know, we have this rippling through. So if we change it to 100,000, everything would ripple through. But 75,000 is the, for instance, cost and includes everything to put this piece of equipment to work. And this is a roll in roll out system. It's very, very important that it not be buried in the ground because the investor continues to own the equipment and has got to be able to take it back if the end user stops paying his bills. Here's the operator, which is the water company getting that 25% of margin on the sale. The water company does not make money on this cost. That's straight cost. So this is the the operator of management fee. Then there's an incentive for the investor that that is paid by the operator. It can be zero or it can be 25%. We've assumed a 15% incentive. And then the market fee, which is what investor water would get. All right. So let's move down and here's, here it is by the uh, years. And we get a 31% 31% yield for the investor per year. He or she is making almost a third on their money every single year. Now, here's what's interesting. There is a taxation benefit. So you work in, assuming you have a 35% invest federal tax rate. And again, that that is modifiable too. So it tells you uh, you can play with that. And you end up with, instead of 31%, end up with a 38% average tax yield. 
And that is extremely exciting. So the effect of these negative, these are artificially negative, of course, which creates in the early years, you see it's 48% till we run through this, uh, this uh, $75,000. We, we can only depreciate. Now, what section 179 tells us that you can uh, depreciate all of it in the first year of your five-year life. This is what we're taking advantage of. So now you're, you're making more than the third. You're making 38%. And your internal rate of return, for those of you who understand it, for the full five years is 17%. And for the tax, internal rate of return is 29%. Very strong model. And this, I think, is going to be very attractive for investors. Remember that this is subject to compliance, that we have to put in place structures like limited partnerships, et cetera. This is not an automatic. Each state has regulations. And I'm meeting early next week with an expert in the, doing this for solar, and it's very similar. But the good news is that somebody who has suffered losses in, in real estate or oil and gas, for example, or solar for that matter, although that really hasn't been hit, would love being able to take advantage of this uh, gain here and offset their losses. Now, we gamed a buyout. Let's say year four, we've had $30,000 in buyout allowances have accumulated. So the end user gets the machine, not for $90,712, but for $60,712, of which the investor gets $42,000. Of course, now of that, a certain amount has to be recaptured. So you, down here, you have a recapture at a 25% a tax rate of depreciation. You still end up with a very good yield. Why? Because there was a big chunk of money that hit. And so, but the IRR is not as, well, it's, Remember, this is four years, not five. So you've made your money. Your internal rate of return is roughly the same, but it's happening a year earlier. And your tax advantage yield has bumped up to 43%. Even the pre-tax yield is 35 as opposed to 31. So it's in everybody's interest to go ahead and create a buyout option. This is something we love. Now, by the way, you would take the buyout options to much more that reduces the yield, it, there's, a, there's a sweet spot where you don't want to overdo it. So that's why we like to find a sweet spot, give the user uh, this 10,000 per year seems good. So that's where we, that's the state of the art of this model. As you can tell, we've been working hard on it. And uh, if you become interested in investing in this, you don't have to be accredited to do this, but you do, there are, as I say, there's compliance structuring needed. I correct myself, you may need to be accredited, but I don't believe so. And the reason is this is not a stock deal. This has nothing to do with our private placements. Now, Brandon wants to know about our private placements. So Dan, did you have any remarks to make about this? The comment I would make, Griggs, is that uh, the investor funding, being able to fund projects like this uh, as an individual project or even maybe as a group of projects, hugely important to this industry. I mean, I cannot, haven't been in the industry for 25 years, funding and the ability to get a project uh, in the ground and get it operating cash and the ability to make things happen. That is the way this is. This is the future right here. I do know this because the conventional funding mechanisms too clunky, too slow, too complex. This is the def This is definitely the future of this. Very, very excited to see this come about. And um, in fact, now is a, you can take a brief moment if you like to just discuss a couple of deals that got that the nature of some of the deals that have been happening lately that are finally paying off after all this time. 
of working hard to develop the product line and live through these capital phases. So feel free to make a couple of comments. Okay. First comment, I will tell you, well, without, a, without specifically naming the project due to, due to some confidentiality uh, concerns, I'm very, very pleased to announce that we have landed a uh, project with uh, the U.S. federal government with an institutional facility. And it is a project that is going to take possession and utilize one of our advanced wastewater treatment systems. I am just tickled to death being the, uh, being the author and the engineer behind this technology to see this come about. Uh, a lot of road work, a lot of mission work has been involved to get the modular water systems product line to where it is now. Pretty long runway. But with uh, the investment we've made in engineering, the investment in standardization, working with our outside OEM supply chain partners, working with our, our strategic reps that are out there in the marketplace and all the different localities, that is really starting to bear fruit. The influx of new opportunities coming into us from the modular water product line, and for that matter, for progressive water as well as a whole, uh, very pleased with the uh, pipeline development that we are seeing on that. Uh, so that's uh, the first comment about that. Uh, uh, it's a, just to let everybody know that's attending the, uh, today's meeting. Uh, the particular treatment system that we are delivering is a 12,500 gallon per day um, high strength domestic wastewater treatment system designed for reuse and reclamation. Uh, so this uh, government institution uh, is a big proponent of reuse and, regula- uh, reuse and reclamation and they will be recycling their treated water uh, for irrigation and other ancillary purposes at this particular facility. Uh, the other uh, project that we just recently uh, have been awarded is uh, another one of our Everamod pump stations. This is using the heavy plastic manufacturing model. And uh, this is more of a bread and butter product line for us, but a very important with regards to the fact that it's a sustainable infrastructure component. And uh, I will tell you, and I'll share this with the audience, that we are starting to see very, very strong adoption of the Veramod pump station in the marketplace. In the last four months, I've probably uh, had the opportunity to meet with and to present to and consult with at least 250 consulting engineers uh, at various firms. And the response has been very, very positive. Uh, We have got a number of projects that are moving into the permitting phases, working with these partners. And I would say that by this time next year, uh, we'll probably be selling four or five pump stations a month uh, based upon my projections and the things that I'm seeing around that particular product line. So all in all, uh, the progress that we have made, uh, especially in the last six to eight months, it is really starting to show. Uh, things, are, things are starting to get easy on this end, and that means that things are working very smoothly. So very pleased, very pleased. Well, I have a question in that with regard to the pump stations, which is, was this strong uptick in interest related to us? Remember, we, 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 we priced them competitively as a standardized package? Yes. Yeah, two, two things. Uh, two things. Uh, one, we are, because of the vertical integration, our, our, our overarching goal of continued vertical integration, that has driven internal costs down. And then we've been, we've been able to adjust our price points down, which now makes us more uh, cost effective than conventional concrete and steel materials that are typically the, the materials of choice when it comes to delivering wastewater pump stations and that type wow. of infrastructure. System. So we're not only four times better in terms of lifespan, we're cheaper too. So what the yes. heck, right? And, yes. and the installation time is much shorter, right? It is. Faster installation time, saving total cost. It saves money on the first total cost installation cost. So, yeah. 
all upside. So for everyone to know, this is what these pump stations look like. It's on modularwater.com. And um, this is a typical inside. What we have here is um, we also have, uh, here's a good picture of one with um, shows the human scale. And so these are like big long pipes that are vertical versus the horizontal ones, which are more for wastewater treatment. These are big wells with machinery at the bottom to pump water up. And this is that long lasting envelope that is your, your patents are written around. High density, high density polyethylene or structurally reinforced thermoplastics. There we go. Well, thank you. That was fun geeking out there for a little bit. So that's what's going on. The actual business that I've been complaining this takes too long, it's actually happening, which is wonderful, right? The, all the courtship that we got to go through is actually yielding results. And in fact, I've asked Tom to uh, work this summer very intensively with the Texas uh, team and really put aside all other administrative activities. He's the chief operating officer. He's got a lot of things to do. We're just going to clean off his desk and we're going to focus his efforts on, he's not that far away. He's in Florida there in Texas. So he'll be able to go on site quite a bit and really work on helping them expand and deal with what appears to be a tremendous growth in bids and business. Uh, I mean, you're in these, you're in these Monday calls and you see how it's going. That's, that's right. That's right. I'm glad to really, I really enjoy working day in, day in and day out with Tom. The professionalism and sophistication that he has brought to our team, it is really, that is really starting to show as well. And uh, thank you. Thank you, Riggs, for helping bring him on board with the Origin Clear team. Tom is a treasure trove of professional knowledge, uh, operations, planning, strategic planning. Uh, he has had a very definitive impact on the way that uh, the modular water systems product line and progressive water treatment have, have evolved and changed in the last 12 months. Uh, I, the efficiencies and control mechanisms and operational processes that are being implemented, those things are really, really starting to bear fruit as well. Uh, while we deal with the modular water system product line, and that's what we've been talking about here for the last few minutes, mm -hmm. the, sister, the sister side of the, of the company with our clean water product line, uh, Mark Stevens and his team, they are really starting to see the benefit of platforms and programs and, and ISO uh, initiatives, UL 508 initiatives and those types of things. That is all really good stuff. I mean, stuff is very important to the water industry and for what we do. Wonderful. And I'm also going to mention that we are having you deal with some of our international partners, that their technology requirements, for example, Permionics is, is, really wants to and, and our Spanish partner, Depuporc, a Romanian partner, Aqua DNP, and others want to really maximize the use of our core technology, electrowater mm -hmm. separation. And so we'll be, I think what you're going to find yourself is more of a, more of a hub guy now that you've managed to offload a lot of your process work onto progressive water. You, now you're going back up the org chart, which is really, really great. So that's good news. I'm going to, Start to wrap things up. First of all, I wanted to mention we got a little press. So I'm going to reshare the screen and show you this cool little article that showed up. And uh, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of fun. Origin Clear creates water marketplace to finance new form of water treatment it believes will sentence pandemic wannabes to lonelier death. I did not write this. This is, this is called purple, purple copy, right? <laughs> it's cute. 
But what he's really saying, like all headlines, it's deceptive. But basically, he's saying, can more sanitation drown future COVID-19s before they surface? And that's where he gets into investor water. He's a brilliant man. He's helping us with PR. And he wrote a very good article, which is on our website, of course, which you can look at. So that I'm, I greatly appreciate. Next week, we will have a very important interview with a rep from Millennium, which is a uh, trust company that does IRAs. If you have an IRA and you want to invest, this rep will tell us how it can be done, but also know that there's very interesting features related to coronavirus. First of all, you can withdraw as much as $100,000 from your retirement plans and keep them out for a three-year period without any penalty. And uh, also there's a, a little known uh, feature, which is taking loans from your 401k, as uh, Ken just pointed out, you can actually delay the repayment to your 401k plan, and you can also increase it to as much as 100,000. So this has been adopted, not just for IRAs, but also 401ks, being able to borrow from it without any kind of penalty. So that is gonna be good not just for the PPM, the private placements, but also if you invest in an investor water deal, we can set it up so you're out in three years, right? That financial model I showed you, that is entirely, uh, we're, we're in the experimentation phase. That's what we're doing. So we want to play with you on this. It's going to be fun. I'm going to wrap up by showing you a little bit uh, what our investment offering looks like. Now, this, the rest of the spreadsheet, I'm not going to show you. You're going to have to talk to Ken about it. Why? Because it gets into a lot of details about what you might do with it. And it's something that really you want to discuss with him. But assuming it's a 100,000 investment unit, we will break it down based on people's, if somebody wants to buy half a unit, we'll probably approve it or a quarter, whatever. It's not a big deal, but you must be accredited. There was an 8% annual cash dividend. We have now added a stock dividend. So now it's 12%. And then here's what's cool you get to redeem your stock for twice as much as the principal. So now you're going to see, uh, at, at anytime you want to redeem it, a $200,000 return, assuming you invested $100,000, with pricing at the time of conversion. So it's a form of price protection. And then we give you a stock grant for, in this case, $25,000, also priced at when you convert. So this is a beautiful offering. Now, what has happened to our Regulation A offering? Brandon wants to know that as well, and rightly so. What We've gotten some feedback about our unaccredited investor offering, what I call the almost everyone in America offering, the, the water crowdfunding, and that we've received some feedback that we could improve it. So we're going to, we've paused it to quickly improve. It's going to be, in my opinion, much sweeter. Talk about yield. This thing is when I told our marketer about it, he was like, wow, I did not expect that. So we've decided to really, really make this generous. And it's going to take a few weeks to, to turn around because it has to be approved by the Securities and Exchange Commission. And so we're going to keep you apprised of that. Anybody has any questions, please call. We'll be happy to, to tell you the details on it. I think it'll be very, very exciting because this is how I've always wanted unaccredited investors to be able to put a little bit of money in, minimum $500. And now it's going to be very sweet. Having said that, it's not going to be as beautiful as this pattern. So I strongly recommend you speak with Ken 
Uh, he will also introduce you to the operations team if you want to invest in one of these water deals and get that, that yield. That's entirely up to you. And by the way, you do not have to invest in the private placement to put money into an uh, equipment deal. Those are two separate things. Uh, whatever incentives are given on that side are not related to your being an investor. And again, I must underline that, that all investments done in these equipment deals must be compliant and we will make sure that they are. All right. Well, this has been longer than expected. I re- appreciate everyone coming on board. So I'm going to end off with, well, first of all, I'm going to give you the required safe harbor statement. So going here, we have the safe harbor statement, which is basically says anything we say in this call is subject to actually performing. And there's disclaimers relating to our offerings. The regulation D1, which I was just going over the regulation D1, basically says that the Securities Exchange Commission does not guarantee the offering is the bottom line there. And there is risk, of course. All right. Please call Ken Berenger, who is amazingly smart at this stuff. And also, I wanted to mention that, but you can just call up Ken, which is uh, the number there on screen, and Devin Angus as well. So, or email invest at originclear.com, www.oc.gold slash Ken. And that will get you a, uh, you'll schedule right into um, Ken's um, calendar. Uh, he's just so smart. So I strongly recommend that you speak with him. All right. Well, that's it for today. Thank you very much for your patience. I'm glad so many of you stuck around for this. Have a great weekend. And the first Thursday is coming up. You'll want to um, be part of that because usually we make those things much more, much more of a production. So um, I believe next Thursday is, yep, Thursday the 4th is the first Thursday webinar. And we're going to probably get... Uh, Tom Marchicello on board, maybe Ken Berenger. We're going to have fun with it and kind of up the production quality. Thanks again, everyone. And it was great to have you guys listening to us. We always appreciate it. Good night now. And thank you, Dan. Have a nice evening. Take care.